Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. This week, we're going to be discussing SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Humble Bundle, but we'll hear more about that later. So, this last week, San Diego Comic-Con happened, and a lot of things were revealed. Truly, a lot of things were revealed. We're only going to be talking about a small fragment of the news, and it's news that really jumped out at me. So if there's not something you, or you, there's something you resonated with, you're like, why didn't he talk about that? Because it didn't jump out to me. But you are more than free to leave it down in the comments below what jumped out at you. So we're going to be talking about five different items. However, the last item is just a cacophony of lots of other things. And I think you can probably figure out what it is. But why don't we take this item by item that uh, really jumped out at me. So there's going to be a new Star Trek show called Picard. Um, we already kind of heard about that, knew about it, um, and, you know, we're interested in it. But now we actually got a trailer, and that trailer looks dope. I'm just saying. It looks like it's going to be a really good show. The only, air quotes, downside is that it's on the CBS all-access streaming service, which... Until this moment, the only show that I ever considered getting it to watch was Star Trek Discovery. But even then, I was like, mm, I could probably just buy Discovery and watch it and, you know, live my life that way. But with Picard, I'm like, I'll probably get it. I showed the trailer to my lovely wife and was like, oh my god, look. And it's actually got Sir Patrick Stewart. And it looks really good. And she was like, oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to have to get this just to stream this show it looks really really well done uh it's bringing back several characters including picard i'm not going to spoil the trailer for you if you're interested in it you can absolutely go find the trailer it's really really well done and i think it actually fits uh, sir patrick stewart now like it, it kind of no matter what role he plays, he'll always be Picard. And that's kind of the vibe I got from the trailer. No matter what. Because in the last, I think it was Insurrection or Regenesis? No, it wasn't Regenesis because that's an idea in a movie. It's something. I My Star Trek movies are pretty hazy. Um, he retired. Which, you know, that's Picard. Picard doesn't retire. I always figured Picard would die in the line of duty. Um, and who knows? Maybe in this series, maybe he will. We just don't know. Um, so I'm actually really excited for this because Star Trek is something I grew up watching and not always loving. But the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, it was a pretty good show and talked about a lot of things in, in a way that made people stop and think. Like, it talked about really progressive ideas for the modern era, even. But no one really caught it, because it was just under the guise of a sci-fi show that only nerds like. So I'm actually really, really, really looking forward to Picard. 
Uh, I think it's going to be a really good show. You know, and uh, let me know what you think. Is Picard going to be good? Is Picard going to be bad? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. The next item that I really jumped out at me and was just a small blurb is that Young Justice is getting a season four on the DC Universe streaming site. The more shows that get on the DC service, the more I'm like, ah, all right. I've not yet made that leap, but it looks good because, you know, we got Titans, we got Young Justice, which is always good. We've got Doom Patrol, which actually looks good. We've got a lot of shows that make it look good. How good it actually is, we don't know. But Young Justice is worth it. Having seen the first two seasons, I loved it. I love it. And I've heard really good things from Doug that Titans is really good. So uh, look forward to that. Number three is Death Stranding finally has box art. And it looks awesome. From everything I've seen, it looks like it's just going to be a full cover with Norman Reedus on it. And it's got the Death Stranding. It looks like it's, you know, trailing down. It looks really cool. As well as, we also got introduction to a new character. Um, it, it sounds like he's got a really interesting story mechanic. In that he's got some sort of ailment that he dies every 21 minutes. And then while he's dead... He spends three minutes in the other side searching for his family. And then he's brought back. So every 21 minutes, he dies for three minutes and is brought back. It's such a cool idea that really only Hideo Kojima could pull off. I mean, what other series has written a character? Yeah, they die. How often? 21 minutes. I mean, heck, at that point, he's Kenny from South Park. He dies, and he comes back the next day. He dies, and he comes back the next day. It's kind of a cool idea for a story, because, like I said, I don't think it's ever been done before. It's just kind of an interesting idea in, in a way that only Hideo Kojima could pull off. A lot of companies could try, but I just don't think that they ever will really make that leap. Because no other company really writes characters that way so i'm really i'm actually really looking forward to this game i need to pre-order it because i am a sucker for the gold stuff and it's hideo kojima i'm you could say at this point i'm a hideo kojima fanboy so i'm kind of interested number four we're getting a snow pressure tree uh television television series now we just don't know if it's going to be as good as the movie you know, we just truly don't know. <laughs> the movie was a really good movie. Uh, you know, I, I think it was, it pushed a lot of ideas. A lot of people speculated that it was actually a sequel to Willy Wonka. And those are fan theories, but I love that fan theory nonetheless. A television series, it probably strikes me it's going to be like 24 or like... Uh, Taken, it's just going to be like a high-octane action series. Now, I know they've made some changes. I, Chris Evans is no longer involved with it, as far as I could tell. And they've got a new actor for it. So, I'm, I'm interested. I'm skeptical, because Snowpiercer was such a good movie, and I never really thought, now, how would this look as a television series? 
Now, if they've got the original writer and producer kind of going, hey, here's what I got. I think that they'll do better. But this the production company that's doing it, the um, not production company, the channel on which it'll premiere kind of has me worried. It's on TBS. When was the last time you heard a series being on TBS? I truthfully kind of forgot that TBS was a thing. And maybe that's just me. But I mean, who knows? With the new era of television that I believe, in my heart of hearts, I believe the Game of Thrones pushed and Walking Dead pushed forward, I think that a lot of companies are going to step it up and put some good stuff out there. Uh, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead changed the landscape of television. Now, as bad as season 8 might be to some people, or the latest seasons of Walking Dead might be to people, Walking Dead and Game of Thrones really revolutionized television. High budgets now were used for television. Like, really high budgets were used. Huge set pieces that if they combined all the episodes, it could have been a movie. So it changed the way television was held. So how it's going to look will tell. And then we got uh, Dark Crystal, the Age of Resistance, a uh, Jim Henson uh, production. I believe it's now done by Lisa Henson, his daughter. You can fact check me on that one. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Uh, truthfully, I had not seen Dark Crystal. So I'm actually really looking forward to how they're going to do this series. I seen like a sneak peek trailer, and I gotta say it looks good. It's puppets. It's all puppets with like they're they're adding new stuff to it. Like they're doing some CGI uh, for backgrounds and stuff. But from what I've seen, all the characters are actual puppets, the way Jim Henson did and would still do. So I'm actually looking really really looking forward to this movie because or this show on Netflix. Because it only provide, proves that Netflix is putting out really good quality stuff. Jim Henson's Henson Creature Works. Um, it's not. It's a titan in the industry. Basically, there's. I can't think of another puppet rigging company that has stood the test of time that has consistently put out good products, except for Jim Henson. So with this series on Netflix, I'm actually really looking forward to it. With Stranger Things and other Netflix original series, it's proving Netflix is competent at creating shows. So it gives me hope for this show. I'm probably going to be ending up watching Dark Crystal later before this series comes out and then, or figuring out where that falls on the timeline. And uh, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this show. Before we get into this next topic, Let's hear from our sponsor. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is sponsored by Humble Bundle. With Humble Bundle, you can pay any amount you want and get games. If you donate up to $10, you'll unlock seven games. Distraint 2, Unexplored, Rusty Lake Paradise, Bendy and the Ink Machine, Prison Architect, Next Machina, and Shante, Half Genie Hero. All of these are fantastic games. I've actually really liked Shante, Half Genie Hero. 
It's a really good game, and Steam says it's very positive. With this bundle, you're able to help support the podcast and several different charities such as Sweet Farm, Water Aid, or Save the Children. So you can pay as little as $1 or as over $10, as much as you want to help support not only the podcast, but also these charities. So I'd give it a look. You only got about nine days given when you listen to this. So back to the podcast. So the last bit of news that we have is everything that Kevin Feige said. Kevin Feige has said a lot, lot more. I have nearly 15 points just by what Kevin Feige said. A lot of them are movies, announcements, but we'll talk about those. So the first one up is, he said that we will be getting an X-Men, but it's going to be very different from what Fox did. Um, he's now saying that mutant and superpower is uh, is now interchangeable. I actually like that idea. Um, the, if Marvel is now finally able to use the word mutant, because for some reason Fox basically was like, nope, can't call them mutants. So I'm actually really looking forward to this uh, idea. Marvel has been doing fantastic work. Fox has not, with Dark Phoenix not being very good. Hopefully, hopefully, Marvel will be doing something different. Now, the way he worded it was like, hey, the series has pretty much been focused on Wolverine and then the frenemies, Magneto and Charles Xavier. But he said, we're going to be doing something different. So hopefully we'll focus on smaller characters. Maybe we'll have characters such as Rogue. I think that would actually be a really cool series. Rogue, learning about her powers. I think that would be a really good jumping off point for the X-Men within the Marvel Universe of Rogue is discovering her powers. And much like many, maybe some of the audience, maybe she's learning about her powers just like we are. Maybe she's learning what a mutant is. Like, think about it. Like, waking up and she's not sure what's going on. Like, every person she touches starts to die. And we, the audience, may know, hey, that's a mutant, but you get to learn about the universe from the eyes of somebody impacted by that universe. It's not done through exposition or, hey, this is already a preset, already understood thing. It's like, no, hey, well, let me tell you about this school, Professor Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted, or whatever they're going to call it, like, hey... Maybe we have a season of her trying to figure it out on her own. There's a lot of different ideas that Marvel could go. And I hope that they choose a really good story. And I have confidence that they will. I mean, they'd almost have to have a better story than Fox did. But let me go ahead and stop slamming on Fox. <laughs> um, second up, there is a Blade project. So for those kids who are not around in the 90s, <clears throat> Blade was a movie. It came out before Iron Man. <clears throat> Blade helped create the superhero genre, and so did Wesley Snipes. Blade was a day-walking vampire whose mother was bitten by a vampire while she was pregnant with him, and he was able to walk around in the sunlight, but still had the hunger and thirst of a vampire. 
we are getting a new movie or project in some form or fashion, be it television show or animated series. And we're going to get Marshala Ali as Blade. Now, when asked why Blade and why Marshala Ali, he said because of each other. Blade wouldn't happen without Marshala Ali, and Marshala Ali wants to do Blade. He loves Blade, which is not a thing you hear very often. Hey, I love Blade. The Blade movie, the first Blade movie was good. The second Blade movie was passable. The third Blade movie was terrible. The Blade television series, I bet you didn't know there's a Blade television series. So, I think it's actually a really cool thing. Um, I think it might have been one of the first serious superhero movies like it was taken seriously like had a budget it wasn't like the avengers television show from the 70s it was a movie i think that i i and i want to argue that the first major superhero because blade was before the avengers or uh, spider-man i believe the first superhero movie that i can really think of was had an had an African American lead, which I think is actually really awesome and important. And so bringing it forward by a gentleman who's like, I love Blade, I want to do Blade. There's something to be said about an actor coming forward and saying, I love this character. We need to do something. Going to Marvel and going, Yo, I love Blade. I like to do. I like to do a Blade movie with you all. That company would be stupid to go, no. They'd be smart to go, uh, let's get some writers in the writing room like uh, five minutes ago, please. We want to do a movie. Because a character, uh, an actor who loves the character is only going to bring their A game, is only going to do their best. And when, it, when a person says, hey, I'd like to do Blade, a character... That a lot of people just don't know about. You know that this character, this person, just didn't walk in on, walk into a comic book shop and go, Iron Man. They know what this character is. They are only going to bring their best and produce only the best because they want to represent the character they love. So I'm actually really excited for this idea because i actually like blade and actually recently watched blade and it's better than i remember okay the last big piece there will be no avengers in phase four that being said however they have a laundry list 16 different projects 16 different projects one six <laughs> that is a lot of projects to be working on so let's just take them in stride okay first one out is supposed to be black widow on may 1st 2020 that's actually going to be pretty awesome eternals 
November 6th, 2020. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Fall 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February 21st, 2021. WandaVision, Spring 2021. Loki, Spring 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. What If, Summer. 2021. Hawkeye. Fall. 2021. Thor. Love and Thunder. November 5th. 2021. Blade. To be announced. Black Panther 2. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Captain Marvel 2. Fantastic Four and X-Men. All are just said to be coming, but no idea when. So that is a lot of movies or projects. Let me word it that way, because some of them actually could be television shows or animated shows on the new Disney Plus, which, again, looks like I might be signing up for. You mean to tell me I might get a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or Loki? I'm just saying, there's a lot of gold on this list. Marvel knows what sells. Now, I I love the fact that we're getting some characters that we may not even really know, like Shang-Chi. I think it's Shang-Chi, not Shang-Chi. Man, I said that like a terrible person. Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. I I think that's a, a project that no one was really expecting, because even as much as I love comics, I actually don't know this character, this story. Which think is the point hey let's add some stuff in phase four why because we can let's add something new let's add the eternals let's just get creative with endgame they basically printed money i was like hey let's you know let's make some new stuff let's let's try some stuff let's get experimental Let's make some animated shows for the Disney Plus streaming service. Let's try some new movies or animations. Let's try something new. Boil it down. That's what it comes down to. Let's try something new. I think new is always good. I think new is innovative. It adds new characters that people can go, hey, I resonate with that character. Hey, I love that villain. Hey, I hate that hero. You're able to resonate with more. Because up until now, it's been very much like Avengers characters, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then you have a couple pocket characters like Doctor Strange was a pocket character who was very isolated from everything until the Avengers. Until Endgame, basically. So I think that with adding new characters, it's only going to make the series stronger. Hey, let's work, you know, there's not, while there's not an Avengers in Phase 4, maybe there's an Avengers later on down the road. Hey, let's go make this character. Let's go make this movie with these characters. It only strengthens your roster, basically. 
You're not just playing the same five notes and going, look, a movie. And everybody's like, yeah, we're tired of this now. We're tired of Hawkeye. We're tired of, you know, Captain America. We're tired of the idea. Like, give us something new. Give us something magical. And look at it. The Eternals, I believe they have more supernatural abilities. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, I am almost positive they're going to have some sort of magic element. WandaVision, supernatural magic. Loki, magic. Doctor Strange, magic. What if? That could be some magic in there. Add a magical element. Um, as, as much as we all dog on DC, DC did Justice League Dark, where they had characters who have more ties to the occult magic actually having an adventure. Because, let's face it, Batman, while he can punch demons, well, Batman was still in it, and Batman was pretty good. But you see my point, is having characters more focused on magic and supernatural, I think that's actually a really good idea. So, and then you get, like, Black Panther 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy, or as we're calling it, as Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we're getting Fantastic Four and X-Men. Those have been locked away by companies that just don't really know how to do it. Um, and we got Spider-Man from Sony, so we're finally getting more Spider-Man. We got, you know, I believe it was Fantastic Four and X-Men who were both owned by Fox, who just couldn't manage it. The latest Fantastic Four movie was terrible. The latest X-Men movie was terrible. So we're finally getting these characters back into the fold and we're able to have some awesome adventures. Among other things, we're getting awesome stories. That's really what I care about. Awesome stories done awesomely. Okay, there is a lot more news. Let me be say that. There is a lot more news. All of it didn't jump out. Some of it may have jumped out to you, and I'd love for you to let me know down in the comments what was the biggest takeaway from SDCC that you had. But I figure the farther we get from it, the more specific news you'll get. I also do want to say, while this episode is not sponsored in any way by GameStop, you can buy some of the limited figures from them, from GameStop. Um, SDCC had a lot of limited figures, including a limited Starship Troopers Johnny Rico Funko Pop. Me, Doug, and Sam all bought some some of them because we weren't able to go to SDCC really wish we were but we weren't but we all ended up buying Funko Pops we all ended up buying two Funko Pops each so we all bought two Funko Pops because Starship Troopers is one of our favorite movies so this episode is not sponsored by GameStop but I will say if you are missing some of the figures that you wanted or you're missing Funko Pops that you collect go check it out because you might be able to uh, you might be able to get some that you've been looking for. And hey, if you tweet at GameStop, maybe they'll, maybe they'll support the podcast. They'll Maybe they'll sponsor us, which would be awesome. So that's actually wrapping up this episode of the podcast, covering us up some of the news from San Diego Comic-Con. If you are able to go, let us know. We'd love to have a chat with you, talk about what your experience was like and if anything else jumped out at you about san diego comic-con go ahead and let us know as well maybe it was the cosplay maybe it was hey they announced a new character maybe it's the silent j and bob trailer that i while it was good i've never seen 
that movie. As terrible as that sounds. So, until next week, I hope that you all have a wonderful week. And uh, be excellent to each other. Peace. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time.